This is a podcast from Partnerships for Wellbeing. Hello and welcome to Ways to Wellbeing with Nicola McKenzie and me, Jess Zazinski, and this is episode eight. Well, I say episode eight, but of course, it's really episode one of our new podcast. How exciting that we've joined the podcast world. It is, because do you know, I believe we are the last two people on earth who don't have a podcast. <laughs> I think we might be. Anyway, it's just as well we do have one, because we've got lots to tell you about uh, this time around. It's, it's, it's absolutely buzzing here at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, there's lots happening. It feels like a very exciting time to be here. Um, we've just secured funding for our wheelchair accessible accessible vehicle, yeah. which is great. Yes. Um, adding a third car to our fleet. That's for our community transport service, yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, which is great, that should be coming in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just relaunched our Out and About service, which is um, taking people on social trips to Home Mill Shopping Village, where they're doing a little bit of a wander around the shop and then having some afternoon tea. And yeah, that's been great. The feedback on that is just brilliant. The feedback, the feedback has come in lovely cards, handwritten yeah, cards. Yeah, I know, it's, it's so sweet, isn't it? People taking the time to go out and buy a card, write it, send it off. It's just lovely. You can really see the impact that we're having on them. I think it's a generational thing, that kind of handwritten thank you notes. It is, isn't it? But so, it just... so much better than an email or a text. Uh, yeah, and, it feels... Uh, uh, had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it feels lovely, yeah. All the feedback's been brilliant, but but yeah, when you get it uh, handwritten in a card like that, it just seems extra special. Mm-hmm. What else is on the go? Um, this Sunday, we're launching the Sunday uh, Lunch Club. Um We've got nine people going to Fort Rose Golf Club for a Sunday lunch, which is brilliant. This is a new thing we're trialling, um, and Sunday's is going to be the first one, so hopefully we'll be able to report back, and uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be a great success. I'm sure it will be. And something very, ex- something I'm very excited about that we're doing in April, um, you better tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. Can you reveal it yet? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, the book club, yeah, the Cheery Book Club. The Cheery Book Club. Which is very exciting. Brilliant. Um, we're right at the early stages of that, but hopefully we're looking to um, get together once a month somewhere in Inverness, um, chat all things books, get together, make friends, have a little coffee, mm-hmm. a little wine, something like that. Yeah, it'd be great. And do you know, I can think of no one better <laughs> to run something called the Cheery Book Club than you. Yeah, because I'm just so cheery. You're so cheery <laughs> on camera. Um <laughs> I mean, far be it for me to say that we have to kind of dig you out of a pit of despair every morning, but uh, on camera, once the camera goes on, yes, that laughter comes. Yeah, just uh, smile for the camera. Yeah. Anyway, so, yes, the Cheery Book Club, uh, get in touch with us if you're interested in that, because um, we're hoping the philosophy is uh, we'll discuss books that make you laugh or uh, make you feel good or inspire you to better health or, or well-being. But really, it's about making new friends, I think. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a great support. social thing. And, and we want it to be the best book club ever. Yeah, OK, uh, let's go for it. Go because we'll have, oh, we'll invite authors to come and talk, you know. I don't know if you know any authors. No, no, I don't. No. Do, not, not any decent authors, do you? Well, I probably mean me to say. I mean, <laughs> can't think of anyone who's written a couple of books. No, me either. No, no uh, not they're, sure. They're definitely feel-good books. No, I can't think. No, so, you no, know. No, I anyway, before we move on, can I just give a quick shout-out to the Macmillan Cancer Support Team? Because I was speaking to them this week uh, on a Zoom uh, meeting and telling them about all these activities that you've just outlined and telling them about our health walks, which Kate, our, our walks manager, will tell us about in a moment. 
and some of them knew what we do and some of them didn't but the idea that you know we can take people to hospital appointments and things like that uh, as well so they were the jolliest bunch of people oh really they, they were i mean i was t telling about my whole experience with cancer a couple of years ago and how one of the support workers offered me some help you know um and although she offered me some help then the lockdown came and, and all these things that I yeah. could, that she suggested i couldn't do but I mean, come on a health walk, come come, uh, come to a book club, you know, those yeah. sort of things that you can do. So shout out to the NHS Highland Macmillan Cancer Support Team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, let's check in with our roving reporter who never leaves Nairn, our walks manager, Kate Thompson. Welcome to the podcast, Kate. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Are you on a yacht there? <laughs> you could be forgiven for thinking that, Jeff. I'm currently basking in glorious sunshine down at the beach at Nairn. Um, it's just lovely. Very nice. Forgive me for pointing out that visual thing on an audio podcast. Yeah, I know, Jeff. You're going to have to catch uh, up. Here. I'll have to learn. <laughs> I'll have to learn. I don't know much about radio. You know, so, um, so, what's going on in the world of walks, Kate? Well, I think the big news in the in the walking project this month is that we're launching or relaunching two of our health walks that have been on pause for over two years, which is really exciting. So both the Nairn walk and the Allness walk will restart next week. So Nairn is going to be, um, sorry, Allness is kicking off on Monday at 9.30. They're meeting at the Avron Centre and going for their first walk in two years, which is great. Had some lovely conversations with some of the walkers that used to join in with the group before who are really delighted that we're getting back started. So that was a total pleasure to phone them and let them know they could rejoin us again. We've got some fantastic new volunteers there, which is great. And then Nairn is also going to be starting next Wednesday. They're meeting at two o'clock um, in the afternoon. So it'll be a, an afternoon walk. And um, we're doing that with Chest, Heart and Stroke Scotland. So looking forward to working with them. And yeah, just going to be great. I'm hoping that the weather is as good as it is today for both groups getting started next week. Great. And the Nordic Walking uh, Project's really captured the imagination as well, hasn't it? I mean, I think it's going to it's going to feature in a small radio station quite soon. Yeah, yeah. So um, the Nordic Walking instructor, Karen, was contacted by BBC Radio Scotland, no less, and the Outdoors, um, what's it called? Out, outdoors programme, the... Out of Doors. Out of Doors, thank you. On the, on, I think it's on a Saturday morning. Is that when that one is, is aired? Yes. And so that she's going to be interviewed on Wednesday, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, we're looking to extend that project and that ways to kind of keep it going because it's been, it's been the pilot has been very successful. Great. Well, thanks. Well, stay with us, uh, Kate, because I've been desperate to get to our, our special guest uh, this time around. Really funny man. Um, I've known him for a good few years now, and he's coming to Inverness. He's coming to us in Inverness with a with a show. Um, on the 11th of March. It is none other than the one and only Raymond Mairns. Hello, Raymond. Hello, how are you, Jeff? Lovely to be on your, your podcast here. Have you got your own podcast? No, I did I did have one um, called Planet Mairns, which was it, was, it was a bit kind of haphazard. We would start talking about maybe, we, we had a plan, so we'd start talking about maybe the Scottish psyche and how we're all kind of born winners and driven by bile and then we'd end up talking about the bins or something. It was a bit <laughs> weird. It never really went anywhere. But, it, I mean, it, I think it was funny. I think it was kind of very freewheeling and 
we we just talked about a lot of weird stuff. We did about fourteen episodes, uh-huh. and then just binned them because we we used <laughs> music of all sorts, and we are going to end up in civil court. So we, we had to take it down. <laughs> Well, I hope we stick out the courts in this one. Yeah, I've checked all our copyright rules, so don't, <laughs> don't worry. So, Raymond, you're coming to Inverness on the 11th of March, is that right? I am indeed. It's going to be lovely to come, come along Eden Court. I mean, it's the rescheduled show from, say, about two years ago. I mean, I don't know how many people are going to be there. I think I'm going to be in the, the, the smaller room. It'd be lovely to do the big room, but I'll be in one of the weird rooms. And, I mean, I'm back doing that thing I do, you know, live comedy, and it's it's going really well, uh-huh. and I'm I'm lucky. I kind of came back, and some of my colleagues were saying I can't remember my set and all that. But as you know, Jeff, I never really had an act. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just like jumping back into the water. Like, I just for me, I I find it very I find it very easy. I did a full fringe run last mm-hmm. August, and that was brilliant. And I think I was thirty nine seats of selling out the entire run. Which I've was often, brilliant. I've often wondered, your style of comedy, Raymond, is it, it looks like a stream of consciousness where you suddenly come out with these genius thoughts. And I don't know how much of that is, is, is pre-thought out or the whether when you're standing up on the stage, these brainwaves just come to you. Well, yeah, whilst I would use the term genius very sort of guardedly, I, it's a combination of two things, right? Okay, I, every comedian has material. So what that is, that's your insurance policy. So you know that you've got routines that work. And if you have to default to that, that's fine. That's your sixth forward gear. That's fine. You know that's always there. But what I like to do to stop boring myself to death, I like to just, if an idea comes into my head and I think that's funny and I want to explore that or I've read something about it, I read a lot. I mean, a, a, a hell of a lot, actually. And somebody will say something or I'll hear something and it'll be swimming about in my head and then I'll just go for it. And for some, I, I don't know, maybe it's a God-given talent as a gift, I don't know, right? For some bizarre reason unknown to me, I'm able to kind of freewheel on some of these thoughts and then go to places which I never imagined. It's, it's almost like I have some sort of psychic comedy muse, yeah. you know? What a talent to be able to do that. It's yeah, but we gotta remember, Nicola, I've failed at everything else. <laughs> See, this is the last chance saloon for me. <laughs> it must be great to be back in front of an actual live audience again. I was what but last night I was watching you on I think the New Year edition of Breaking the News. Which uh-huh. was clearly recorded under COVID restrictions, you know. Of course. <laughs> yeah, but Thankfully, there were some brilliant people on it, people who I really like and I absolutely love as as artists. So it's dead easy when you have good people. They enhance what you're doing. Have you missed that feeling of performing in front of a live audience? Um, I, I don't know that I did. Or I, no, I, I don't know that I did. What I did, curiously, I went and I took a job. I went and worked in a hospital for two years. I found in my notice and I leave next Wednesday. Really? Oh, that right. went, I got a day job. I went and got a day job. Have you enjoyed it? What were you doing? I was doing all the COVID tests and all that for uh, NHS in Lanarkshire. You know, sending out the, the PCR tests. And then they moved me into what's known as ward stock management. So every ward has all its supplies that it needs, everything from 
I don't know, incontinence pads to syringes and you name it, they need it. I go in and count everything and then we have a system that orders it up and then it gets delivered and then we do it every week. So I leave next Wednesday. Well, I leave on, I don't know when the podcast comes out, but I leave on the 9th of March. I've handed my notice in. So I'm going back to being a, going back to be a, an old hippie, you know. <laughs> Just what, a contrast, what a contrast, Raymond. What a contrast. Surely yeah. you've got I some mean, material, some new material from that two years experience. I don't know. I, some of the things I, some of the things I've seen and heard, you know, I, I, I would frighten people. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, do you know what? I think I probably will have some things to talk about. Um, it's been brilliant. I made some brilliant friends and some really amazing, dedicated people. It was. I felt like you know. So I haven't done anything for 20 years. I gave up working at 35. I retired and ran away to join the circus at 35. And when I took the job, my missus thought I'd went off my nut. She went, you're having, you're, what? You're going to have a job? I went, yeah, I'm going to go a job. She says, you know, last five minutes, you've been sitting on your ass for 15 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, was it 17 years? Yeah. And I went, no, I'm going to do it. And, and I did. And that's been two years. So I gave up my job in 2003 and I went back to work in 20, 2020, was it? So I hadn't worked for 17 years. <laughs> Raymond, your show, which is called Everybody Hates Raymond, uh, uh -huh. and I can tell you, I've just bought my tickets. There we are, there we are, just proof. Jeff, I wouldn't let you in for nothing. I, I, you know, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in taking freebies, you know. <laughs> Oh, but, there's one there for me, Jeff. Uh, me and Kate. There's one here for the special person in my life. <laughs> the puffins. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so everybody hates Raymond, and uh, the publicity for it says it's the best, I think it's the best bit of comedy self-help you'll ever come across. Well, you're basically telling people to stop worrying what other people expect of them and think of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. I think, I think what happens is we live our lives trying to get other people's validation. So we 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 dress and and make ourselves up or do things in the hope that we'll be validated by others. And I think the minute you live your life for somebody else, you kind of give your power away because you also give them power to to do you down. Because what people don't realise is that while they're doing this, we live in a certainly in Scotland anyway, just a nation of big grudgers. So to me, <laughs> I think I could just I think it's better just to suit yourself. And I think if kinda I think it's curious. Some people love that and they're inspired by it and you do your own thing. And some people just go, who does he think he is? But it's comes from my old man, you know, God rest his soul. When I when I was young, I mean, you, you yourself, Jeff, I would imagine you would say to your dad growing up, a you know, working class guy in Glasgow, saying, Dad, when I grow up, I'm going to be an actor. And I go, oh, I'll be out and play with the buses. Right, your head's <laughs> full of broken bottles, get a trade. Oh, that sort of thing. So everybody has their own expectation of what is their perfect life their best life and for most people I think that should always kind of be a work in progress I think it's weird how when you're 25 you think you know it all and then when you're 50 odds I mean I'm, I'm going to be 55 this year it's obvious to me that I don't have a clue what I'm doing which I'm told is a sign of wisdom yes self-awareness yeah 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 well, my, my dad was a welder 
and I, uh, he quickly gave up any thought of me being a welder when I came home from school with my soldering project from metal work and it was an ashtray which had gaps at every corner and I always remember that look he gave me just to say nah <laughs> I mean, I mean th th this was awful about it this your very first attempt I mean at least you attempted it I think the sad thing is and this is really the sad part is to be to be dismissed like that, you go, oh, well, I'm not going to try and impress him ever again then. I think that's a sad thing. I think people are now afraid to fail. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what's really, you know, the, people expect perfection when really what you should do is make progress. They want perfection immediately. Now, unless you've got a gazillion pound and you can get liposuctioned and ironed and everything, I've no idea and buy designer clays and live in virtual reality. I had no idea how you reach perfection immediately. I think you try and evolve and spiral to the most perfect form you can. And then you realise even when you get there, you're just beautifully, perfectly flawed. Yes. You know, you're just oh, you. That. So, Kate, yeah. Kate, Kate, how did you reach perfection? <laughs> what a question. Well, I'm flattered that you think that I'm perfect, Jeff. What a lovely thing to say. <laughs> no, I'm on board with Raymond's um, outlook. I think that's that's brilliant. Yeah, looking to try and be happy to fail is, feels like the only way to go forward in life. Raymond, do you think it's important also to, to be able to laugh at yourself? I feel like that's something that's really important. A hundred percent, Kate, because... I think what I do is I'm just a big buffoon, really, and I think I talk about my life and some of the mad things and the mental things that happen, and I sometimes overstretch myself. And and people go, oh, you're an idiot, big man. You know, they, I, I come across as a bit of a fool, a bit foolish sometimes. And by doing that, by laughing at myself, certainly on stage, I kind of give people permission to laugh at them because what they then say is they go, Oh, thank God he said that. I thought it was just me. Do you know what I mean? So you're, you're almost kind of sharing that sort of thing. And, and and I think you're just giving people permission to just look at themselves and go, oh, I've done that, I've done that. Laughs of kind of recognition, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think that's what I do, I, I think. So, Raymond, we're all about well-being here. And uh, what we often do with our guests is subject them to the NHS-approved Five Ways to Wellbeing Challenge. Are you up for it? Well, yes, and I'm prepared to fail as well, Jeff. So let's go for it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's Progress, a lot, not perfection. Uh, there's a lot at stake because if you pass this test, and by pass I mean get three or more of our answers correct or satisfy me that you're doing the right thing, you will win a soft toy puffin. Now, that's what's oh, puffins that, are big time. They're lovely. That, that's that, that's what's in jeopardy here. So the person who, who does the quizzing on this is Nicola McKenzie. Nicola, would you like to take Raymond through his paces? So there's five questions. Um, and if you could give me an example of each one that you've done in the past week or so. Right. So an example of when you've connected with other people. When I've connected with other people. Uh, yeah, I I went down to see my pal Jamie in his recording studio uh, a, a week last Monday. I took two of my guitars and we laid down a brand new track that I had written. And, oh, wow. And he invited me down and I wasn't going to go because I was kind of going, no, I'm a terrible guitar player and the song's rubbish. But we went down 
and you'll see it on my Facebook. Me, I didn't realise he was filming me. I, I, I play the solo on the song, and they'd film me, videoed me. Oh wow! So that was brilliant. brilliant. That's great. Very good. Well, that's a pass. Definitely. You've got, you've got one on the scoreboard there, Raymond. <laughs> oh, I, I want to. I can't take the pressure. <laughs> I'm telling you, lesser men than you have crumbled at this stage. <laughs> a time when you have been physically active. Well, two weeks ago, I, I drove from my, my house. I was on holiday for two weeks, and I drove up the Campses, which is in the sort of north of Glasgow. I went through Lennox Town, parked the car, and walked up a hill. It's only about 800 feet, but and I, and I, and I, and it, I was knackered when I, when I kind of went up. And, and I came back down and I was slipping and then I went and bought a pair of hiking boots. But I've not been back up the hill yet, but I, I absolutely intend to after I finish uh, the NHS. Oh, great. Well, this was two weeks ago, though. And you did say it in Two the weeks last ago. Week. Last week. Something physical last week. Yeah. I mean, no. you are being a bit of a taskmaster well, here. I would have given you that. <laughs> it, was, it was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. <laughs> and, well, I, and I bought the boots. I'm wearing them. <laughs> I'll give him half a point. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> tough, isn't he? Um, have you learnt a new skill in the past week? I don't think so. Well, no. See, this this is where I'll be kinder because it's not about are you are you learning a new skill? Are you still like, for instance, this is really boring, but I'm teaching myself Excel about spreadsheets <laughs> at the moment. You know, that's the excitement I've got in my life. You know, but it's been ongoing for weeks. Um, anything ongoing, Raymond? Yeah, I I read all the time. So uh, I'm doing, I read a lot on, well, there's the, one of the books I bought, The Constitution of the United States oh. and the Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass. He was the guy yeah. who was formerly a slave. And I just finished reading The Grapes of Wrath. So I'm particularly obsessed with American history and American literature. And that's been... Yeah, I read The Grapes of Wrath last week. That's why I never get back up the hill. <laughs> I was reading the book. You're getting a point for that. That's learning all yeah, the time. Yeah, so that's, a, point. that's yeah. a full point. Well yeah. done. Uh, yeah. Have you given to others in the past week? Have you been kind? I did. I, I, am I, yes. Yes, absolutely. My daughter has booked her honeymoon. And it's and it's seven, going to cost me £7,700. And I gave her a £500 deposit on Sunday. Oh, lovely. Okay. That's very nice. And I paid the deposit for the band, and that's 1450 When's the And I've only, I've only 800 quid left for the DJ. That's <laughs> 10 grand. Have I given? I give all the time. I, I'm, in fact, I get I get ripped for bum here, bum hole to ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, bum hole to ear hole. Also, also, yeah. And I, and I gave... I gave my daughter and her and her, uh, and her hubby to be. I gave them my old car. Oh, I gave them my old Skoda no. Rapid, and no. then I took them for a Chinese meal. Oh, oh well, what a giving man you are! I'm giving man. I'm, I'm going to be destitute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've crossed the you've you've crossed the line to qualify for a puffin. But there's one more question. There's one more question. Yeah. So this one's a bit about mindfulness and how. Have you been paying a pen, paying attention to the present moment in the past week? Yeah, well, as as a comic, I live in the moment. 
I live completely in the moment. So much so that when my my missus Annie when Annie goes, where are you next week? I go, I don't know. You'll need to check my website because I don't know. I live in the moment. I completely and totally live in the moment because I have found that when I ruminate on some of the bad things that happened in the past, and I'm not, I don't have a tendency to look back anyway. I find that some yeah some thoughts things that's happened in the past maybe can upset you. But what I did find that I have a problem, probably a bit, a bit of an issue with is anxiety. I, I had a tendency at times in my life to look to the future and think about what I'm trying to accomplish or things that's coming up. And I get very anxious about that. And the way I have dealt with that is to taught myself completely. Um, from the book by Dale Carnegie, um, mm-hmm. is how to stop worrying and start living, is to live in daytight compartments. I completely live in the moment. I only live up to bedtime tonight. Oh, brilliant. Very good. Well, I think that's four and a half out of five. I'm, I'm getting a puffin. Yeah, it's four and a half out of five, yeah. <laughs> Here is your puffin. I'm going to uh, take that up the hill. Well, I, <laughs> We need a photo of that, please. Well, I bring it along to Eden Court and chuck it on the stage halfway through, just at a crucial moment. <laughs> That'll be brilliant, Jeff. That'll be absolutely brilliant. What the heck is this? <laughs> Raymond, that's been terrific. Been terrific talking to you. Just a, a wee reminder. So you're coming to Inverness. It's at Eden Court on the 11th of March. 11th of uh, March. Uh, the uh, show is called Everyone Hates Raymond, or Everybody Hates Raymond, or every, every, Everybody Hates Raymond. Everybody, everybody hates, hates Raymond. Yeah. Everybody hates Raymond. Um, and the tickets are going fast, I can tell you that, because I've got two of them already. So, um, <laughs> And we'll look forward to seeing you uh, just over a week. Uh, It'll be lovely, absolutely lovely to see you again, Jeff. I haven't seen you for long enough. Right, yeah. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. You guys take care. Okay. Peace and love. <laughs> Peace and love to you. See you, Kate. Bye. Nice to meet you. Okay, and I think that's just about uh, it for us. Thank goodness nobody uh, reminded me of anything uh, that oh, I said. Oh, the... wait a minute. You thought you were getting away with it? No, no, no. I think you've got... Oh, yeah, we forgot. Yeah. Yes. Um, so last time you said that you were going to update us every recording, so... I did indeed. So last time I I blazoned, emblazoned the screen with my weight, which was 18 stone, 4 pounds, and I was hoping to get under uh, 18 stone by the next time we recorded. And that was only a few weeks ago. Yes. Well, partial success. Let me let me put the gloss on this a wee bit. In the month of February, I have lost half a stone. Wow. Uh, yes. That's brilliant. But Very well done. Congratulations. I'm only at 18 point. So I'm still not under 18. Oh, okay. stone, so I haven't quite achieved what I set out. But I think March will be better for me because the weather is better and I'm going to get back on my bike. Oh, brilliant. So, <laughs> Good for you, Jeff. It's going in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. My, my challenge is to lose another another half stone in March. How about that? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yes. And, and I think we should maybe take the uh, what our guests have just suggested and strive for progress and not perfection. That's indeed, brilliant. Pro- progress, not perfection. Absolutely. And anyway, they say the slow and steady wins the race when it comes to weight loss. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Kate, uh, we'll let you go too and we'll say goodbye from us here in Inverness. So from Kate Thompson, from Nicola McKenzie and from me, Jess Tosinski, from our studios in Well Street in Inverness, this has been the first ever Ways to Wellbeing podcast or episode 8 if it's on video. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Cheerio.
Keys to Wellbeing is produced in Inverness, Scotland by Partnerships for Wellbeing, a registered charity. To find out more about our services, go to p4w.org.uk.